Let's do it. Let's do it. The much anticipated episode 19. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Erin. Uh, I'm from a small town called Buren in Newfoundland, and now I live in Toronto and I offer online mindfulness services on a global scale. I come from a long line of ancestors of Irish and English farmers, fishers, and miners who didn't always have a chance to speak up. And, you know, ever since I was born, I always knew that I wanted to get into the business of amplifying voices of people that I love. And every day I wake up and I ask myself this question, what makes me feel alive? And always, 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 the answer is connecting with folks who've aligned themselves with their own healing abilities. And so that's what Inspiring Insights is all about. It's a space to share the passions of wellness providers, coaches, practitioners, other folks in this space, hearing their stories alongside, alongside fans and audience members just like you. So Inspiring Insights is a show brought to you by Reawaken Co. Uh, which is an online education platform that I formed last year focused on connecting uh, folks to the right natural wellness practitioner so that they don't get lost in, you know, the current uh, patriarchal, disempowering, broken system that we're in right now. <laughs> I see you nodding your head there, Jill. Thanks. <laughs> Sing it, lady. You got it. Yeah. Now, doing the work of decolonization, um, and shedding ingrained oppression, which I was just telling Jill about, uh, can be hard and really heavy to do. And it's also very important to do. And that's why it's important to have a good support network of wellness professionals behind you. So I'm so excited to get more into Jill's emotional self-care topic today. And uh, drop a little wave in the comments. Hi, everyone. Hi, Marissa, for introducing yourself. I love seeing everyone pop in, saying hello, uh, listening in. And for everyone who's watching the replay, uh, please know that we feel you as well. We feel your energy and we're happy that you have come and shared your energy here with us in circle with us tonight. So hands up everyone for our new presidential team to our neighbors in the South. <laughs> Just wanted to quickly plug a uh, congrats and a welcome to President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris before we get started on this episode today. Okay, so who is Jill Ferris? Who do we have on tonight? Jill healed her own anxiety attack. Crazy, crazy. We're going to get into that, but Okay, so she healed her anxiety and her depression using holistic techniques and energy medicine. So Jill's goal is to support and empower others along their life journey of personal growth, exploration, and self-healing. Jill creates a personalized and supportive one-on-one -on -one space for her clients where they can release unwanted emotions and design a life of peace and abundance. Now, Jill, you're an accredited uh, emotional freedom technique practitioner with EFT International. Uh, she's also a 500-hour certified yoga teacher, uh, teaching locally here in the Toronto area and internationally with Moto Yoga, and has completed foundations training in biofield tuning, and is currently a student of Eden Energy Medicine, which we're going to learn more all about those beautiful techniques. So, Jill, You've also been a full-time primary care paramedic for the past 17 years. So I, I really love your story because as a paramedic, 
you know, she's seen firsthand the negative impacts of neglecting the body and the mind. And her real life experiences through paramedicine really solidified for her the need to balance so much more than just our physical bodies. So your personal experiences, you know, of healing, your additional studies in energy medicine, um, they're, they're all beautiful compliments to helping your clients really achieve that, that actual balance of mind, body, and soul that we all seek. So I, I really appreciate you sharing even a little bit that through your, through your bio, and I'm so excited to get more into this. And of course, when we have balance on all those three levels, then we're truly living our most authentic life. So wow, wow, Jill, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you are an incredible human being, and I don't even know where to start. Let's let's maybe begin with um, you know telling us a little bit more about yourself and and how you made it here right now. Yeah. So, well, like you said, I've been a paramedic for the last seventeen years, working in the GTA area, um, and that was. It was great, you know, it's super fulfilling. It taught me so much about myself. It taught me a lot about people, a lot about the human body. But you also, when you do any type of work, you start to notice patterns. And what I started to mm -hmm. notice was, you know, people would have these complaints, um, they would have diagnoses, uh, various things, and they were put on medication. And as you know, they were as you take a history of somebody and you ask them and you talk to them about what they've experienced, they say, oh, you know, I've been a diabetic for, for 30 years, or I've had high blood pressure for 10 years, and nobody ever seems to recover from these diagnoses that they have. And, you know, and then you see the progression of the disease, right? You see the, the diabetes turn into hypertension and then renal failure. And then you see them on dialysis and then you see them getting chronic infections and losing limbs. And it's like, oh, my God, like at what point, you know, like who dropped the ball where, you know, because you certainly didn't get better. Basically, they just managed your symptoms and like <laughs> yeah. kind of said, well, sorry, deal with it. And I'm like, that's so awful because you see their quality of life like they have none, you know, like these people who are on dialysis and they just, you know, are hooked up to a machine like three to five days a week. It's horrible. And, you know, they'll say to you, they're like, like, this is awful. Like, I, I don't want to live anymore. And it's like, oh, it's heartbreaking and heart wrenching. So, yeah, so that those were the patterns I started to see people with diagnoses on medications and nothing changed. If anything, it got worse. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, like, I don't want that for me. And I certainly don't want that for my family. And then as the, you know, the universe would have it, then it brought me my own little, uh, you know, experience of, you know, mental health and that, what that looked like in my own trauma. Um, and then the fallout of like anxiety and depression from that. And because I had already experienced, um, you know, from the paramedicine side of things of how the current healthcare model deals with mental health, which is basically give it a pill and be on your way. I was like, no, thank you. Like that wasn't even something I was going to entertain. Right. So I, um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I, bad on me. I didn't have a full-time mental health practitioner in my circle at that time. And that was a little bit of a setback because those people are not super duper available when you need them. Um, so I had like a two week waiting period before I could get in to see the psychologist. And I finally did. And, you know, we got talking and I told her what happened and she's like, oh, you know, we should be able to have this cleared up in like 
eight to 10 sessions. And I was like, great. Like, can we start? <laughs> so I, you know, I like went and I saw her and I would sit down for my one hour and, you know, I would talk and, you know, like I didn't, I left and I'm like, I don't feel any different. Like when's mm. the part that like you help me feel better and you help me work on my shit. Um, so that was kind of discouraging. And, you know, I guess being my stubborn self, I was like, okay, well, we got to add something new into the mix here. Um, so, you know, I tried the supplements. I was supporting myself on that aspect. Um, I tried hypnosis that worked a little bit, but at this point I was probably like two months in and my body was so wound up, like so wound up that it needed something quite effective and, uh, something that really resonated. Yeah. So I, you know, a really interesting thing happens when you get desperate is you'll do just about anything to feel better. So I was at home and I subscribed to a bunch of uh, wellness forums and uh, an email came across my computer one day and it said tapping for anxiety. And I was like, oh my God, perfect. So I clicked on the link and I watched the video and I followed along and it was like, it's a repeat after me kind of a thing. And I, uh, you know, she, after a few tapping rounds, she asked me to take a breath. I took a breath and she's like, notice how you feel. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I feel better. I have no idea what I just did, but I don't care at this point because I feel better. And that's all I wanted. I was so desperate just to make the palpitations go away and make this feeling of like a vice go away. And the like mind, the monkey mind that doesn't stop. It's like a million miles an hour. I was desperate to make it all go away because I was at a point in my journey where I was ready to like smoke weed like every day, all day, or I was ready to drink until my heart's content. Like I needed something. I just needed somebody to like hit me over the head, like knock me out and make this stop. But luckily the, the tapping email came across my screen first. And um, yeah, and I dove down that rabbit hole because it felt so good. It was something that I could do myself I didn't have to, well, I did eventually end up reaching out to somebody um, to do a little bit more like in-depth personal work on my shit, on my stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it just, I loved it because I could do it whenever. I didn't have to wait for a session with Susan to work on my stuff. She helped me work on the really big like Mount Everest mountains. But when the little things came, I knew what I needed to do for me. And that was so empowering. And then from there, it was just like this beautiful relationship. And I was like, I need to learn how to do this. Like, I, I really, really need to learn how to do this so that I can help myself more. So I invested in myself and I did the training and the rest is kind of history. Wow. Thank you for sharing. It, it's, and I mean, for folks listening as well, I'm sure they resonate right now. It's not easy to like pull yourself out of that rut, oh. right? When you're in that anxiety rut or that depression rut, you know, it's not just as simple as like, oh, I'm going to call it my psycho, like my psychotherapist or my psychologist and, and just even getting to the sessions are hard, right? So I appreciate that you shared, you know, that you went to those sessions and you still weren't feeling better. And you had that awareness to, to say that to yourself, you know, and actually keep trying. And that's, often you know a really big point is that not often do people keep trying yeah 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 it's a really it's a very dark rabbit hole to go down when you're in that 
And, mm -hmm. you know, you think you're the only one who's ever felt this way and ever experienced it. And it's like, I actually did get to a point and I was like, well, I guess this is just like what happens, you know, stuff happens in your life and it just, it doesn't correct itself. So I guess I'll feel like this for the rest of my life. I did have those thoughts, um, you know, and I'm very happy that, you know, the tool came across my computer and showed me otherwise. But I can see how if you don't have access or you're not open to the alternative, how it would be very simple just to keep taking the pills and keep taking more of the pills. And then when that pill doesn't work well, I'm going to give you another one. It's yeah. very easy to go down that road. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy that that didn't happen for me. I'm happy too. And that you're here with us to tell the tale. Now you, you mentioned tapping and for folks who aren't aware, tapping is kind of like another name for emotional freedom technique. Um, so maybe Jill, we can talk a little bit more about what emotional freedom technique is, and then we'll talk about some of the other modalities that you use. Absolutely. So EFT, more commonly known as tapping, it's a combination of psychotherapy, talk therapy, and acupressure points. So um, it's been around since about the 70s. It was created by a guy named Gary Craig. And um, yeah, it's a very simple technique where we create a dialogue um, about what we feel. And then we tap along the meridian points and we talk about what we feel. So it's not so much the words, we really need to learn to drop into and lean into ourselves, allowing ourselves to feel that uncomfortable emotion. And it's kind of very, um, it's weird at first if you're not used to it, because we're tapping on, you know, all of this anxiety, uh, all of this guilt, all of this shame, you know, um, whatever it is that's coming up, pain, we tap on the negative. Because that's the thing that we want to acknowledge. Because when we acknowledge it and we tap, we release it out of the energy body. So mm. people are like, you know, oh, I'm, I, you know, I, I want to stay positive and I want to do all these positive affirmations. And I'm like, that's great. But if you still believe way down in your soul that you are this shameful, awful human being, we have to deal with that first. Like we can't just put a layer of, you know, nice, healthy flowers on top of the dead ones. We got to get rid of the dead ones. Right. And then we have a beautiful vase to fill it with this beautiful bouquet, which, you know, we are, but we all have stuff that we believe about ourselves that isn't the most positive. And that's okay. We all have it. It can be shifted because it was just something that you learned at some point in your life. Um, or it was something that was handed down to you, um, you know, from an ancestral lineage and it's all very changeable. Right. Yes. A hundred percent. Wow. And what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So what you're speaking of is, you know, um, bringing that, that process, that psychological process, you know, the thought process, those beliefs, those core patterns in us um, that, you know, mostly we, we tend to develop from a very young age. We're bringing those thoughts back into the body and then out of the body, releasing them out. So it's more of a, a somatic experience. To yes. me, it sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where I got stuck with the, the traditional psychotherapy was I was just talking. I was just talking and all of the, the emotions were there and they were stuck and they didn't know how to move and shift. Mm. So the beauty of the tapping and the talking is that you're allowing the feeling to come up and then you're allowing it to shift and move. Because at the end of the day, we are just energy. That's all we are. 
you know, right down to the, the polarity of your cells, the positive negative charge, your nervous system, what makes your heart tick and work, you're just energy. And everything that you feel is just energy. So you can throw pills at it all you want, but really we need to meet it with an energy process in order to get things to shift, right? Mm -hmm. Everything in your body flows. So do your emotions until they get stuck. And when they get stuck, we need something to move that energy. And then guess what? People say they feel lighter. They feel more open. Like it's amazing. Yes. Yes. I love that. And, and I know that Jill, I'm going to hold this, but uh, you are going to do kind of walk us through a whole demonstration of tapping later on in this chat. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Stay tuned, everyone that's listening. Um, now tell us more. And, and for folks maybe who don't know as well, you know, talk about a little bit more about the biofield tuning that you do and maybe what biofield is. Yeah. So anytime there is an electric current, so because our whole body is electric, right? Our cells are electric. Our nervous system is electric. Our heart has its own built-in electrical system. Anytime there's electricity, that creates a magnetic field. Okay. So some people will know it as your aura, your auric field. Some people will talk about it a little bit more sciencey as a biofield. It's this great big sphere of energy that your body emits. And within that field is all the information about you, right? That information started from the time the sperm of your dad and the egg of your mom collided. And it's like, there was this beautiful explosion. So your energy field started to create from there. And in that information, you got information from your mom, you got information from your dad. So when we, you know, came out of our mother's womb and we came into the world, we start to exhibit or we start to um, produce this electromagnetic field. So what we do in biofield tuning is we use tuning forks within the fields to create coherence or an organized frequency. So anytime there's electricity, there's waves. There's waves, which are frequency. That's all we are. And when really stressful things happen in our life, it will scramble that frequency. It's kind of like when you have a radio, uh, well, those old school radios that had like a dial. Mm -hmm. You remember those? You know, when you're going between the stations, there's all that static. So that static is what happens within the frequency or the waves of our body. And it's like a timeline. They're like rings of a tree. So what I will do, because a tuning fork, when you hit it, a tuning fork will vibrate at a constant organized frequency. So when it comes into contact with that scrambly frequency, it'll click into it. And then we just hold the tuning fork there and we just leave it and we let it do its thing and we let it reorganize that pattern. And sometimes people, a memory will pop up for them or an emotion will come up. They might get hot, they might get cold, they might yawn, they might laugh, they might cry. And that's just, that's okay. That's just the fork finding something that was a little disorganized and then we just reorganize it. And then what we do is we comb it with the fork and then we drop it back into the body using the chakra system because it's all your energy. It was just kind of stuck out there in the field because it was disorganized and your body didn't know what to do with it. So with the tuning fork and it allowing it to reorganize it, the body can like have it back. It's like getting all these like battery packs back into your body and your body's like, thank you. And that's it. It's super relaxing. And it's just using vibration, the vibration of the tuning fork to deal with the vibration of your body. It makes sense, right? So that's biofield tuning. Uh, it doesn't involve any talking. You get to lay on a treatment table and you basically get to bathe in sound. 
and we just go through your field and we find what's there and we help it reorganize itself. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking like, as you're speaking, I'm thinking like in quantum physics terms, yes. like, yes. like big, you know, on uh, one strange rock when they talk about how the actual earth is like a sentient being and like, you know, the rotating axis of its metals, its internal core actually creates that magnetism, which is one thing that really helps um, protect us from the sun's rays. Yep. So, so interesting. Anyway, we, yeah, as, as beings, on the earth, we also have these, you know, we're little, we're like the little atoms and molecules of yeah. mother earth. I love that, I love that. And and one more question, you mentioned Eden energy medicine as well in your biography. So what is that specifically? So Eden energy medicine is a modality that was created by a woman, her name is Dawn Eden. Mm -hmm. uh, and she is clairvoyant so she can see energy and she's been able to see energy her entire life so she because she could see this energy she was quite sick as a young girl um and basically the doctors wrote her off and they're like well we don't know what's wrong with you and basically you know your body is dwindling it's like becoming so so sick uh she had two daughters and they were like you better find someone to like raise your daughters because you know you're gonna die essentially so that sort of pushed her on her journey of self-healing because she could see energy. And because our whole body is electromagnetic in this great big field, your hands act like magnets. My hands, everyone's hands and our bodies act like magnets. So we can move and we can shift the energy in our body that might be stuck just by where we place our hands. So Eden Energy Medicine is a practice of uh, muscle testing so testing not the muscles but how the energy is running through the muscles and finding um stagnation or finding points where energy might be stuck and uh reconnecting it that's basically what we do um uh, we do it through a bunch of different systems and um it's yeah it's absolutely lovely people will come in and we'll start with some basic um i guess assessments and then you just lay down on the table and um you know, we help to move and shift the energy and it's very specific to what the client or the patient is experiencing today. So it works on emotional stuff. It works on physical pain. It works on chronic illness. And it's the whole idea that, you know, the body is able to heal itself, right? We, we don't know it. I mean, from a medicine standpoint, we understand that the body is always buffering and balancing that it's trying to maintain that homeostasis. That's all happening on the inside. Um, and your body wants to make you healthy. Your body doesn't want to be sick. But when the energy isn't connected, when you haven't connected all the electrical cords, it's like a Christmas tree with a bunch of strands of lights. And if you don't connect all the lights, then the whole tree doesn't light up. Your body's no different. We just go in and we find where those strands or those patterns are disconnected and we help to reconnect them. And then when we reconnect them, then there's flow in the body. And when there's flow, energy moves. And then we're like, good, we're golden. So golden, yeah. golden. Wow. I'm loving all these analogies. I like the tree ring analogy, <laughs> especially it just, it makes, I'm a very visual person and it just makes sense to me. So I hope it yeah, I too. love that. I love that. Now, Jill. Okay. So because this is, you know, hard to um, visualize for someone um, who maybe can't feel or see energies. And I think this is, you know, a skill a language almost that we can actually learn, right? Yep. Um, as you are. Uh, and as a Reiki practitioner, I 
I know that as well. And I know that I can see energies. I just, um, uh, I'm slowly starting to tap into that. But, yeah. but for folks who, you know, maybe don't understand at all or like don't know where to start or whatever, what conditions uh, specifically um, have you seen that, you know, tapping and biofield tuning and eating energy medicine to really, really help with? Well, from my own experience, definitely anxiety, trauma, depression, chronic mm -hmm. pain. Absolutely. Um, and basically anything that you can feel, it will work on because it's just energy. So people will use it on eating disorders. Um, it's the number one tr uh, treatment for uh, U.S. veterans for PTSD. Oh my gosh, you can use it for like bowel irritability. You can use it for constipation, like you name it. You can use it for, I already said trauma, um, you know, be that all various forms of trauma, be that physical, emotional, psychological. Um, yeah, it's great to use with kids with autism who are not verbal. Um, you know, you don't even need to make it verbal. You just have to have them, you know, be able to acknowledge what they're feeling and then just tap and it moves. You can use it on the elderly who have had strokes, who are nonverbal, who are aggressive. And just with the permission, you don't even, they don't even need to be able to talk. All you have to do is just tap the points and allow them and encourage them to breathe. And then slowly in time, you notice that, you know, their, um, their vitals are shifting. You know, their their blood pressure is more regulated or their mood. They're more alert. You know, they smile more. They don't look grumpy and they're not sleepy all the time. They're actually awake. So there's so many cool little indicators that the body can give you other than just being able to say, I feel better. You know, there's uh, lots of different languages that the body has to show change in a positive way. Mm, wow. So, so good. And. I um, just to go on that and because we're talking a lot about, uh, you know, the subtle energy bodies outside of our physical body and, and within our physical body. I just started a, uh, a poll. So everyone who's watching, um, if you go to the poll section, you can actually go ahead there and uh, vote if you like. Um, and the question is, did you know our bodies have subtle energy fields running within and outside them? And uh, just a yes or no poll. So go ahead and uh, and answer that. I'm curious to know because, you know, there's always uh, even before I was interested and even knew about energy medicine, um, I I didn't actually realize that there was you know those subtle energy fields running outside you know right next to my body. I I had no kind of connection to that. How about you, Jill? No, I didn't either. But I think we've all experienced it. We just didn't know what it was. Because I'm mm. sure at some point, everybody has like walked into a room or you've had a conversation with somebody or you've been standing beside them and you're just kind of like, I don't like how this feels. Like yeah. you can't really name it or like figure out what it is, but there's just this knowing that something doesn't feel right. So right there in that moment, you're experiencing subtle energy, but you just didn't know it. Your conscious brain didn't know it. Your, you know, subconscious energy body knew it. It's like right away. Um, it's a, you're right. It's a skill we have to learn. Yeah. It's a skill we have to learn that our conscious brain has to pick up on. And it's, it's a, you know, everyone's language is unique to them. 
And it's just a matter of experiencing it and allowing it to be there and sitting with it and then learning the language of your body because we all experience, you know, trauma differently. We all experience sadness differently or anxiety. It's just learning your language. That's it. Yes. Yeah. I really like that point. And it's true as well. Um, you know, even for me, I, I feel it through temperature and it's not the same for everyone. Um, some people experience, you know, just like their hair standing on end, you know, um, there's little things like that, that it could mean, you know, just the thought passing through your head and then your hair stands on end, and it's like, oh, what is that? You know, there's something there um, that, that has come into your conscious brain, but you just, we still don't know how to process that. So I think it's really important to um, remain curious. Yes, that's the best, that's the best teacher honestly, you know, just having a sense of curiosity and then just holding space in those moments. Mm. It's, you know, like there are amazingly smart people out there. And I think we have been taught that, you know, smart people have lots of letters behind their name and they've gone to school for a really long time, but really understanding our own body and how we tick and how we feel about certain things, that's priceless. That is priceless. And that is a skill that you have the ability to tap into for yourself. You know, we need people and, you know, to help us foster that. But that's a language that's like specific to you. You know, don't ever let anybody take that away from you. If you have a gut feeling about something, trust that. Trust that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. It's so true. That gut intuition. Um, Jill. I, I want to talk about this because, um, you know, you mentioned at the beginning that when you're desperate, when we're desperate, we specifically will try anything. And I want to pick that apart for a couple of reasons. One, I, I don't like that, you know, the medicine that you do, um, specifically energy medicine, you know, isn't necessarily the first thing that comes to mind for folks. And I want that to change. Um, and two, <laughs> right. And, and two, I think that there's a lot of usefulness in learning both. Right. So you, you, you know, yourself, you're, you're trained in paramedicine, you have that, you know, emergent care and urgent care knowledge. And it's so, so useful for you probably to combine the two together. Right. So can you, you know, comment on uh, the effectiveness of energy medicine techniques and tapping and um, maybe, you know, how important it is or what you think about integrating the two kind of uh, distinct categories of what we call medicine, like alternative plus westernized or allopathic medicine together? Yeah. So, oh, where to start? It's a loaded so question. It is, but it's a great question, you know, like I'm, I'm not anti-medicine. You know, there's no amount of energy medicine that's going to put my body back together if I get hit by a bus, right? Yeah. And, you know, the fact that we're able to take a heart out of one body and put it in another and save someone's life, like that's beautiful. And I'm so happy that there are people that have dedicated their lives to do that. But at the end of the day, I have shifted my focus from treating symptoms into finding root causes. And I really, really believe that when we go down and we find the root cause and we pluck out that root, 
that is where the body can start to heal. And that's where you shift. That's where you up your vibration. That's where you really start to glow. And that takes work. There's no pill that is going to do that. And I'm so sorry to say that and crush everybody's bubble. You know, when I was in my most desperate, I wanted that pill. I hated feeling how I felt. It was the most awful thing in the world. And I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, you know, but look, look where it got me, right? It got me into doing this work. And I'm now I'm very grateful you know, that what happened happened. And I do believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, and I just think, I think we've been programmed or we've been taught to not feel, you know, I feel anxious. Here's a pill, just make it go away. You know, people don't, we've been trained. We don't need to investigate the why, just take the pill. And, mm. you know, I think a lot of people just sort of, uh, I don't know, got like herded into that, that way of thinking. Um, like I know my parents, my dad, for example, put doctors up on pedestals and what they said was like the honest to God truth. And you do exactly what your doctor says. But I think our generation is a little bit different. You know, we're there's like Google, right? Sometimes Dr. Google's not a good thing, but we have information at our fingertips. And mm -hmm. I really advocate for my patients and my clients, like educate yourself, ask these people why why do you want to do this to me? What's the side effect? Where, what's the end goal? Am I going to be on this medication for the rest of my life? Or if I have the surgery, like what, you know, I know they can't guarantee outcomes, but like, why are you wanting to do this for me? And if it doesn't resonate with you, you have the ability to say no, it's your body. Like just because they're a doctor and they've gone to school for a really long time, like, awesome, I'm glad. But if it doesn't resonate with you, no. And, you know, that's just, I really, really resonate with root cause. You know, I don't believe our bodies are meant to be sick. I don't believe that we're meant to feel anxious or depressed. I believe that everything is changeable, that everything, you know, can be um, released and reorganized in the body and your mental health, your physical health is no different. There's some people that don't buy into that, but you have to ask yourself, does that resonate with you? You know, and if it doesn't, Go find your people. You know, you have to go on a lot of first dates with a bunch of practitioners to see if they're your people. And that's just, that's our responsibility. We have to do that. But once you find them, I guarantee you, you will have the most amazing healing circle. And I'm so grateful that, you know, it's taken me probably four years to find all my people, but I have them and they're mm -hmm. there when I need them. And I, I'll, I need them all just at different times. So I, yeah. that's kind of a really long winded answer to your question. No, Jill, I love it because, you know, the root cause and, and that shift in general, I think it's happening on a larger scale of consciousness, um, maybe of the new generations coming up, you know, um, they're, they're really starting to look more at how can I prevent versus how can I react? Right. And so our system, as you know, takes a long time to change. Um, and so the current system, right, even we've seen it with Canada's Food Guide, took about 20 years to update. <laughs> and, you know, to make simple changes that are mind blowing for people. Right. And so we have this paradigm now that 
that for years, generations like your parents, like my parents, my older siblings, um, you know, think that dairy products are still a food group, right? When it's not the case, when you don't need that. And so there's like, as we go through life, right? It's situational, it's, it's um, through living that we develop these paradigms. And we also, I wanna talk a, a little bit about like the, because this comes up a lot in mindfulness as well, the idea of permanence and how the only constant is actually change, right? And so we go through life thinking that, you know, we learn one fact, it has to be fact for the rest of our life, you know? And it what you're saying in terms of like, you know, you go to the doctor, they say something, it doesn't jive with you. And if we believe something that we don't jive with, there's already like a misalignment happening, right? So, you know, I, I think belief is really important in healing. Yeah. And then there's all these other aspects to it, like, you know, your ability to actually change. How, uh, how much of a growth mindset do you have? You know, Carol Dweck's mindset, um, research is really good for that. You know, there's so many other things like your support network. There's, oh, there's just so many things. I, I'm, I don't know even where to begin or if I even covered what I was trying to say there, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love it. And I think, you know, I think some people, I would like to think that I've always really had that like open-minded growth mindset. Um, and I think that's something that is fostered and that starts very young as a kid. It's something that we learn from our parents, depending mm -hmm. on, um, you know, how, what their thought process was like. So a lot of times we're just working off default programming that we got. Right. And, you know, I've come to realize that, you know, yes, we live here currently in, you know, 2021, but, you know, our ancestors came from very, very different times and they had to live their life in order to survive so just because you know that worked for them back in the 30s or the 40s doesn't mean it works and applies to today and i think that's where a lot of people really get stuck because you know that's what their parents taught them because that's what their parents taught them so it worked back then for them but how is that serving you right here and now Right. Like do, sometimes we have to ask some really tough questions and we have to sit with it. And it's not because, you know, we don't love our parents. They just did the best that they could and they taught and they instilled us what they were taught. But, you know, we are able to think for ourselves and we just need to really sit down and be like, OK, that's what I learned. But how does that resonate with me? And if it doesn't resonate, you have the ability to choose. You know, that's what I love about doing energy work. You have the ability to choose where this goes. You know, mm. I feel like like Western medicine is all about like taking your power away. You must do this. You must take these drugs. You must take this needle. Otherwise, I'm going to mark you as non-compliant and it's all going to be your fault. And it's like disempowering. It's totally disempowering, you know, and I see how people get stuck because if you came from that upbringing about everybody taking your power away, it just digs you deeper, deeper, deeper down in the hole. And mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be that way. It doesn't at all. Everybody has a choice. Um, and I love energy medicine for that because you get to be your own healer. You get to be the one that like changes and shifts your body and you get to take all that credit. Nobody else. 
Wow. Yes. Yes. Take back your power. Yes. I'm, I'm totally on that train these days. You know, even with my patients at work, I'm like, like, how does what they said resonate with you? Like, you know, I say to them, like, there's lots of other doctors. If you don't like what this one's saying, go get another opinion. Yeah. You know, but they just, they think that they can't, like they're trapped. And I'm like, absolutely you can. It's your body. You always have a choice. And Mm -hmm. anybody who takes away your choice, for me, they're not my people. They are not my people. If you take away my choice, Thank you very much for your time. See you later. Yes. Give yourself permission to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Jill, it's been amazing. I have a few more questions, but I know I'm going to get, I'm going to ask you to do this um, tapping demonstration because I love tapping. I've done it myself. I've actually had a session with Jill and it was amazing. Um, Such an incredibly life changing experience, literally. Um, I was like bawling in the middle of it. It was amazing. (laughs) Such a good release. Um, So what we'll do is the demonstration. Then Jill has a little offer for you folks as well. And then we'll open up the floor for any questions. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Jill, um, take it away. Kind of lead us through this um, emotional freedom technique. All right. So uh, what I want you to do is just grab a pen and a paper just something or something you can jot something down on just even like a post-it note is perfect. Okay. Make sure you have that handy. Okay. So for those who've never tapped before, I'll quickly show you the points. Uh, I'll talk you through them as we, uh, as we get doing it, but we start at the inside where the eyebrows start. And then we go to the outside of the eye, just on the bone. And then we go underneath the eyes on the cheekbone. And then we come to this space between our nose and our top lip. And then we come in this little space between the bottom lip and the chin. And then we come just underneath the collarbones on either side of your sternum, which is the bone in the middle. And then we come underneath our arm. So it's a couple inches under your armpit or ladies, it's where your bra might sit. Okay, so those are the main tapping points. You have meridians that run on both sides of your body. So you can start tapping on the right side and then you could cross over to the left. Okay, it doesn't matter. You can tap totally on one side. You could tap on both sides. It doesn't matter. Uh, The only thing you need to remember is just to tap and to breathe. Okay, because as we get opening up stuff and releasing stuff in the body, it creates space and we need the breath to help it move through that space. Okay, Uh, and the golden rule is, is if a really uncomfortable emotion comes up, keep tapping. Okay, I like to use the analogy of like, you know, a surfer riding like a really, really rad wave. And if mother nature like paused the wave, the surfer would be like, ah, and go, and he would like fall to this really probably. Um, So keep tapping. Flash, yeah, so keep tapping, okay? Everything, remember, everything about us is waves, waves of frequency. So we're riding that uncomfortable wave until it calms back down, okay? So what I want you to do is just close your eyes for a second and just notice whatever it is you're sitting on and how that feels on your seat and let all the muscles of your face relax, especially the muscles around your eyes. And then I just want you to notice how the body feels. Notice if there's a pain anywhere or, um, you know, if there's something emotional that you've been working on or that's coming up for you. 
I want you to just notice it. And then I want you to give it a number. So we use a scale of zero to 10. So zero is no pain, no emotional upset, and 10 is like really, really bad and uncomfortable. So whatever it is you're feeling, just give it a number, zero to 10. And trust the first number that pops up for you. Okay. All right. And then all I want you to do is close your eyes again. You're going to drop back in and allow yourself to feel that thing, that pain, that feeling. And then I just want you to bring your fingertips up to the insides of your eyebrows. And you're just going to start to tap really, really gently. Okay. I want you to be aware of your thing, but I don't want you to attach to it. Just, it's there. Okay, and take a nice slow breath in. And then a big breath out. Good, and then come to the side of your eye. You're just aware that you've got this thing. And it's totally okay for it to be there. And then come underneath your eyes. You can keep your eyes open or your eyes closed. It doesn't matter. And then I want you to direct your breath and I want you to breathe in front of that feeling and behind that feeling. Just allowing your breath to open and expand that space around it. And down to the collarbones. Okay. So you're just allowing it to be there. You know it's there. You're like, cool, I'm just going to tap. Keep breathing. And then come underneath your arm. And then see if you can breathe some space above and below this feeling. Like you're inflating a big balloon around it. And then just see where it wants to go and just let it go there and just keep tapping. Combine back up to the eyebrows. If you want, you can just say in your mind's eye this feeling inside of your eye. This thing that I feel under your eyes and just gently tapping and remember to breathe and underneath the nose and sometimes it might feel really good to stay on a particular tapping point and stay there stay there for as long as you want okay until your body feels like it wants to move. And then collarbones. Okay, and then back under the arm. Great. Good, and then you can just stop tapping and just close your eyes. Drop back into that feeling that you started with. And we just notice how your body feels. And see if you can give that feeling a number. See if your number shifted for you. 
How's everybody feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah. Amazing. So I really, really like to do this uh, before meditating because, you know, we all know we close our eyes, we go to meditate and your brain's like, oh, the grocery list. And I got to clean the bathroom today. And oh my God, when's that appointment I made? Like, it's like the monkey mind. But I find just a couple of rounds, like you don't even have to, you just tap, just tap and breathe. And it just allows that subtle energy to settle. And the places that my meditation can go to, it's like this lovely little hack that I discovered. Um, mm. But it's not really like a hack. You're just learning to settle that energy in the body. So yeah, that's and that, really that nice basically, yeah, that's basically what we do. So that is a very indirect um, technique. When we work one-on-one, -on -one, we create a dialogue uh, and we'll talk, but we just use that number scale and we just, we want to get those numbers down as low as, you know, people feel comfortable with. Mm, how's everyone feeling? Yeah, nice. Feeling great. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to just mention um, with those points, um, there is, you know, usually a script or is it just like, um, can folks actually just do that as well without saying anything? So, you know, you don't need to say anything, which is the beauty of that technique. Drop Great. into what you're feeling and just tap, just tap and breathe uh, until that feeling lessens to a point where it feels better. Right. And then when you work one on one with a practitioner, we'll create some dialogue. And basically we create an intention statement, you know, even though I'm feeling sad, I deeply and completely accept myself and how I feel. And then we get really specific, this mm. sad feeling, you know, this sad feeling. We go really, really in, and then I'll just scoot in some questions to see if I can find the root of the sadness. And then it's my job as your practitioner is to help you find that root. And then we just kind of take it out. And then we fill it with what we want. And we do that through just a visualization, a guided visualization. It's uh, it's remarkably, this the tool is very simple. The work sometimes doesn't feel the nicest, but that's, you know, that's, that's what it is to be human. You know, unfortunately, we, we got to feel it all. We got to feel the good stuff and the not so good stuff. Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely what the expansion is. And I love that, you know, you have to really feel like think of a butterfly or caterpillar going, turning into a butterfly. You know, you have to really like make your cocoon and you have to sit in that goo and it doesn't feel good. And you're probably think you're going to die. And that's just how it is. And then all of a sudden one day it's like, Oh, I can just, I can just punch myself out of this. <laughs> and yeah. then and you just start peeling back the layers and then you can fly. Yeah. And then, you know, that's the really cool thing that happens is as your body starts to become more familiar with tapping, you begin, you get this sense of trust and it's like, okay, you know, I started with a 10 on 10 anxiety and by the end of my session, I'm down to like a two, right? So wow. it gives you that sense of, you know, power is like, wow, if I could shift that myself, it makes going into all the other stuff that feels maybe a little bit worse or the same, it gives you this confidence to go into it because it's like, I know it's there, but I know that I can do something to make it feel better in like an hour. Yes. Right? How many like psychotherapists can say that? Right? Like, I don't know, to each their own. That wasn't my experience. Maybe other people did have that experience and that's awesome. 
But at the end of the day, we just all want to feel better, right? We all yeah. have shits. I want you to help me work on my shit so I feel better. Yeah. Bring it to the table. See what you can totally. do, you know, totally. and work together. And, and Jill, that was amazing. I um, will we'll have some time for questions. And I just want to say before we go into question period, um, just head on down to the offers section. I just um, made the offer live. Jill has graciously um, given everyone here a video, uh, which she calls tapping into freedom. Your future self is literally at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. um, I love that. Um, so that's a, a free video resource for you folks. Go ahead and download that um, to take anywhere with you and you know do it on the spot when you're having anxiety or pain or whatever else. I love that. And so um, is there at this point any other questions um, that folks have that are tuning in tonight? Anything that is, you know, you can get specific. If you'd like, you can actually ask um, just me. You can send your question to the admin only and then I can ask it for you um, if you want to remain anonymous. And folks who are watching the replay of this specific um, replay in webinar jam. So those folks who registered and um, couldn't make it tonight, you actually can use the chat and the chat will, the question will get emailed to me so I can um, ask Jill if I don't know the answer. Absolutely. And, and I have one final question as well, Jill. Um, what inspires you? What inspires me? I, I love people like yourself who just speak their truth right? People who are curious um, and just want to better themselves. Really, that's, that is totally what inspires me. I love authentic people. I love people who speak their truth and people who teach from a place of like just love and respect and who just want to do better by the world. You know, that's truly what inspires me. And you know, I love learning. Oh my God. I love learning new things and I love meeting new people who, you know, teach from their heart and teach what they love. Yeah. That's, that's me. Well, I love that. Jill, how can folks contact you? Yeah. So my website is probably the easiest place to find me. It's jillferris.com. Um, I am on Instagram as well. I'm on Facebook. So drop me a message however you need to. Email is good. My email is on my website. It's just jillferriscoaching at gmail.com. And yeah, I'm, I'm open to any questions. Like, um, you know, you if you're curious about a session, you don't know what it looks like, just let's have a conversation about it. I, I could talk about this stuff all day long. So um, yeah, I am open to any conversations, any questions. I love that. And so I just put Jill's uh, website in the comments. It's Jill with a J and Ferris is spelled F-E-R-R-A-S dot com. Yep, yep, yep. Perfect. Um, I'm not seeing any questions come in. Folks, if you have more questions, as always, uh, you know my contact. Now you have Jill's contact. Um, you can reach me on Instagram at the Aaron Edwards. And um, that's also my website.com. Uh, I also just started uh, a Patreon page. So that's some sort of 
like a blog, but it's a tiered system. So if you uh, love the work that I'm doing and want to support me financially, because right now uh, Reawaken Co. is the only person, Erin <laughs> is the only person that is working for Reawaken Co. Um, so that's a way to uh, actually sponsor me. And um, go ahead before you leave and grab Jill's offer, her video tapping into freedom. Uh, this has been lovely, Jill. Any last words for us? Just thank you so much for creating this platform. I think, you know, we need more people like you who, you know, share share the alternative stuff, which I hope, you know, which I it is becoming more mainstream. So, you know, thank you for making that accessible to people. And thank you for everybody for taking time and stay on Inspiring Insights, hosting amazing, amazing practitioners that can make the world of difference in your life. So thank you again, Jill Ferris. This has been episode 19 of Inspiring Insights.